A lot of us are extremely ungrateful. We look to life and say, oh, well, I did this and I got that and I achieved this and I achieved that. But never once do we take a minute and look back and say, well, this wouldn't have lasted without the grace of God. Or I wouldn't have been able to get there without the grace of God. Or I wouldn't have been able to survive without the grace of God. And today, because you know, I'm still recovering from what I went through, but today in particular, I went outside and it started to rain. And not rain too heavy, but like drizzle a little bit. And my usual reactions, especially since I still pressed my hair, so I'm not with it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to get my hair wet. But in that moment, I just felt drop after drop after drop fall on my legs. And it's like I just went to another place mentally. And I started to say out loud how much of a blessing it is to get wet by rain. How much of a blessing it is to feel rain, to see rain, to touch it. We're so ungrateful that we don't realize that even our senses to be able to touch, feel, smell, to eat, those are not things that are granted to everyone. I worked at a brain injury school with some of the most beautiful kids I've ever seen in my life. And I had the pleasure and the honor to teach them and to be with them every day and to make them happy every day. And a lot of them had CVI, so they couldn't see very well. Depending on where the injury happened in their brain, some of them couldn't feel very well. Some of them, if not all of them, could not exactly eat food without a feeding tube. But these children were so joyous with something as simple as a song a dance, colorful lights, not strobing lights, but just, you know, seeing color or hearing their favorite song, if they, you know, could hear. And today when I was sitting in that rain, I said, what a blessing it is to be wet by rain. And I made me start to think about my own situation 
there were people who wanted me in a psych ward. I could have been there instead of in the safety of my family home. There were people who wanted me to suffer in a haunted apartment building. I could have been there. There were people who wanted to use spell work to kill me. I could have been six feet under. I could have been anywhere except here. And when you think about it in that way, you know, because I could have even been in a jail with what they were doing to me, with the the witchcraft and 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 the black magic and and the the chanting and the evil eye. I I could have really been in jail, especially with them stealing my stuff. I could have been in jail. But with the grace of God, I don't fall for setups. I see them a mile away. And I follow my intuition to keep me safe under the protection of God because God gave that to me. But as this rain has fallen on me, I began to feel very emotional. Like I could have been anywhere else. Every day we're in danger. Every day, every every day in every way, something could pop up. We just never know. But when you are living under the wing of the most high God, there is no danger that shall partake you. There is no witchcraft that shall move you. There is no evil that shall penetrate you. They could try, they could form the weapons, they could put them together, set them up to aim at you at everything. They could even release it, right? Because they released the spell work on me. They they did that. They released it. Did it hit me? Nah. It ricocheted back to them bitches. And you want to know why? Because I am forever grateful. I'm grateful for the small things, even as small as feeling the rain on my skin. Because things could have been different for me. My situation could have been worse. Things could have gotten worse. They're not a thousand percent, but they're far, far, far from where they were. And that is because of the grace of God. It's nothing that I did. God did that for me. See, when you are a servant of God and you begin to love him and serve him and and love your teacher, Jesus, you begin to appreciate even the smallest things, the trees, the bees, the lizards, (laughs) especially little cute little baby ones, the sand, the grass, the mud, the people, the people who build, you really begin to appreciate those things because it is showing the the glory of God. 
And like I said, I'm a I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I smoke, I curse, I get tight. <laughs> Sometimes I like to isolate myself. I'm not the best person. But God looks at me and looks at my heart and rides with me every day. Every day, God is riding with me. Every day, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, God is always riding with me. And that is a blessing that I am grateful for. I'm not a millionaire yet. I'm a millionaire in spirit. I'm a billionaire in spirit. My money haven't touched down yet. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to thank God. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to tell people my story, tell people my testimony, wait until I'm successful to tell my story. No, I want the people who rock with me, I want y'all to see the evolution of what it looks like to really be in a partnership with God. Because it's not it's not perfect. So when I look at a lot of these like pastors and church leaders and, and, and you know, their lives are just so perfect and everything about them is so perfect and they don't make no mistakes. And I look at that and I say, where where's that story in the Bible? Because there was only one perfect person in the entire Bible of male or female, and that was the Messiah. So there is no qualification that you need to get right with God. You just need yourself. You just need your truth. Not anybody else's truth. Your truth. What is your truth? What is your story? What is your background? What is your feelings? How did this affect you? How did this bother you? Everybody else doesn't matter. Not in regard to the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, it's only you. And you only can serve one master. You cannot serve one, two, three, four masters. That's why when I look at the people who come together in these groups and cliques to try and bring me down or to try and, and, and plot, you know, plot on my life or plot for something bad to happen to me and there's these groups of people, I'm like, well, what do you think that this is? Because in order for there to be a head person, then that means that you guys are following the leader and the leader is not God. I don't follow nobody leadership. And it's not to be insubordinate, you know, or, you know, <laughs> chast, but it's to be real. Even when I'm working at a company, I work at the company to work together, but I don't have no leader. Nobody's not going to lead me into the pits of hell. I don't go there. If I go there, I want it to be on my own accord because I got myself there. Nobody's not going to tell me, oh, yeah, do this and do that. And I'm going to be a dumbass and go do this and do that and follow somebody. What am I doing? I march to the beat of my own drum because the pulse, the rhythm comes from the most high God. Whether people like it or not. But it is true gratefulness that we need in order to experience a fulfilling life because life will have its ups and downs. 
even when times is good. Times can be at the highest of high. You can feel like you're at the height of a roller coaster. And your hands is in the air, your eyes is closed, and the wind is blowing, your hair. And you're like, woohoo. And then all of a sudden, here goes the scary part the drop. And it's usually a shocking drop, right? It's a shocker. Like in life, we know that life is not perfect. And yet, when these events happen to us, it's still shocking. It's still like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened. But also you are prepared for these shocking drops because God is your seatbelt. God is that harnessed, keeping you safe. Jesus is, is that, that front rod that you got to hold on to. Or those side rods that you hold on to, Seven Eleven on the clock. That's Jesus. Hold on to the teaching of Jesus. You only have one shepherd. And it's not friends. It's not family. It's not jobs. It is one shepherd. And it is Jesus. It is the Messiah. It is Yeshua. And you hold on to Jesus. And you just take that ride. And you trust. You know you have your seatbelt. Who always reminded me of Ephesians 6, the armor of God. But when you start to use your armor and you get a moment where, you know, the ride is slowing down and is about to return to the station, even though you are tired <laughs> and, you know, your, your exhilaration has gone through the roof and back down, Take in those last little bits of the ride because those are the moments that matter the most. Those are the moments that we live in the most. Those mid levels where life is just, you know, right? That's where we live at. But when you trust in God and you believe in God, you're prepared. And how could you not be grateful for that? That is a mindset. That is a mindset that I love, that I live by. Because it has saved me. But I didn't teach myself that mindset. I got that from God. I got that from scripture. I got that from the Holy Spirit. I got that from Yeshua. It is a blessing to get wet in the rain because you could have been anywhere else. You could have had any other situation and here you are alive and well, eating, sleeping. God is taking care of you just like he promised in Philippians, right? Make your supplications, make your prayer requests known. Oh God, I want a home. Here's a home. Oh God, I want, I want, I need food. Here's food. Oh God, I want, you know, to watch TV or to pay my bill. Here's TV. Here's your bill. Those are just the very basic things that God just does. And we're so, you know, we just look at it like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, we, we don't, we don't appreciate it. We don't see the value, this, the substantialness of it. That is substantial to eat every day. 
it is substantial to have your mind be at peace every day. And I I knew that, but I didn't appreciate it until I almost lost mine for good. That is a blessing. Where I just came from two to three weeks ago, that was the lion's den. I was supposed to die there. They threw me in fire and stood around to watch me burn. And God did not remove me out of the fire. God changed my skin. God changed my eyes. God changed my hair. God changed my mind to withstand the fire so that if it was to ever happen again, I'd ride over it. I fly through it. I am the eye of the storm. God is amazing. 